no, 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 no. That's uh, a, it's a song. That's a castaway I know. Tom Hanks is a It's a song by the Backyardigans. I see castaways. that. I see that now. We are castaways. So, Connor, have you been watching the Backyardians on Nick Jr. then? No, it's just been like going nuts on uh, you is know, it a, the socials. Is it a TikTok song? Is it a TikTok song, Connor? It is, is that, a TikTok song. That, it's that going nuts. So, <laughs> there's this youtube uh person i watch he reacts to different music and he does he sometimes does these videos where he reacts to tiktok music and mainstream music and i see I, I find it so weird and fascinating that some songs are now being looked at as oh that's a tiktok song that's just well that's, yeah that happens all the time it that's does like, that's like you you sing um you know hey now i'm a rock star they're like oh that song from shrek like, yeah, that's well, a Shrek song. Yeah, and then like, there's well, the TikTok songs. Not... Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, and the thing is, like, they're good songs. So, like, there's these TikTok songs, and you know, like, I'll be reacting to to like the the mainstream and TikTok songs and comparing them and saying which one's better. And a song that I listen to that I really like comes out as a TikTok song. And I'm like, what? There's no yeah, way that should be. It's a new identity. I, I and I feel offended. I'm I'm I I'm I'm like. Well, no, don't put that in with the TikTok. Don't, don't, don't rope that into the TikTok. But, well, you see, here's the thing, Paul. We are a society of plagiarism. Mm hmm. And TikTok is a prime place to TikTok plagiarize. TikTok is We've where it happens. Yeah. Twitter is where it happens. Facebook. All, all these sites are prime, prime. Tick TikTok and Twitter are plagiarism. definitely more common for that to happen. Where, There'll be a trend or ideas happening, and then you'll just copy and paste that idea, and then their their version will blow up or something. Yeah, yeah. There's sites that go around and literally just find viral tweets and then repost And then they post it, and then that one blows no up. No credit. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, no it's so wild. It is actually we don't so know wild. How to people. So, oh, can I can I show you something that I got? Mm-hmm. Um. So Esther went to Japan recently. And yeah, yeah. Uh, they got me. They got me. Uh, they got me this one of these original games. Oh, um, is that Super Mario? And World? it is. Uh, it is Super Mario. It just says Super Mario, and then the price tags in the way, so I can't really tell. Three hundred. Let uh, me see the cartridge. Super... I might be able to tell. That looks. I think it is like Super. I think it's Super Mario World. Here, I'll, I'll take off the price. But that is awesome. It costs three hundred yen. So that's like thirty bucks. I think no, 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 maybe three bucks. I, I can't. It's three. I it's two point seven five United States dollars, and that is insane. If she got that for that price, it is Super Mario Land. Super Mario Land. I think I honestly might own that on Game Boy, but it does, my it, cartridge does not look that good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this like cartridge that looks nice. that looks like new. The thing is, I don't know. Like I, have, I have a device to put here. Mm-hmm. I have a device to play it, right? But like, it's a DS Lite. Oh, see, that's not the experience. I right? know, right? So like, I I have my Game Boy Game Boy that I've played it on. I think. And to I... to be honest, it's still not an amazing experience because the Game Boy, graphically and and all 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 things uh, considered, it's not the best console. But I I have my um my 
Game Boy SP somewhere close by. See that that it would be fun to play it on that. You know yeah. the the thing that I love. I, I think it's so cool about the Game Boy era is that these games would come out on Game Boy, and back then Game Boy was just black and white. Yeah, yeah you have the I SP SP great I... great console. Probably my favorite Game Boy. That it's just a it is amazing cool. design. It, it, the flip. It's it's the flip. the flip. It brought yeah. It was it's perfect. So this model actually that I'm holding in my hand right now is Gordon's. This is Gordon's. Oh, it's passed original. down. Yeah, this is a passed down one. I, I'm mine's back at home, I think. Mm-hmm. But I remember Gordon had the Game Boy SP, and we like Dylan and I both had Game Boys or Game Boy Advance. Advances. Yeah, the the rectangle um, looking ones. Yeah, the rectangle. Um, mine was purple, and they weren't backlit. Um, the the SP brought backlight, exactly. and backlit, backlit and changed the game. Was. So so we would be driving home and it'd be very dark outside and Gordon could play his game just fine and Dylan oh. and I would be like where's the street light give me the street lights yeah off of Gordon's uh game it was wild stuff. yeah yeah backlight was huge once Nintendo introduced that but yeah I was saying the the really interesting about the early Game Boy games is they were all created for this this Game Boy the Game Boy Game Boy which was black and white it was really a green tone screen but there was no color to it. But the cartridges, the games themselves, some that were already built in with color. So when the Game Boy Color came out, those old Game Boy games oh. that you had for the original Game Boy, when you put them into the Game Boy Color, they had color. And that, and I've been kind of messing with that because I have a Game Boy Color and I have a Game Boy. So I'd put a Game Boy game in my Game Boy, play it for a little bit, and, and I'd think to myself, oh, does it have color? And I'd put it in the Game Boy Color, and it wouldn't. I was just... Oh, that's so awesome that they they thought ahead and they're 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 oh we're gonna put color into this game because who knows maybe uh, Nintendo comes out with a colored Game Boy in the future, which they did. I have I have of course fired up this game and there is color in it. In fact, mm-hmm. man, this game is it's a it's a really interesting game. I swear I haven't even like seen Super Mario Land is like uh, it's the beta Super Mario World in my opinion. I I've played a little. I've played it. And it's oh man, it's a really really interesting game. But Connor, the I list mean, the, the listeners uh, for this for today might have noticed something a little different. And I I think I'm gonna go this route for all episodes after this. Oh oh, new route. This is a new route. New, new route for 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 Opinion Central. I think it just works better for the flow of the show, where we're going to play the intro music at the beginning. Oh, just like kind of like right the Wednesday, kind of like the Wednesday episodes. I okay. think it's easier that way. I'm not doing it because I want to cut back on editing or anything. I just think going but from you want to cut back. I on I do kind of want to cut. I don't have a lot of editing, but I do want to cut back on it. But I do, I do think going from the music and then just having that bulk of talk and not having to worry about. For us personally, we always we always are, are thinking where do we where's the intro going to happen? Where do we stop? Where do we start? And it just it has a weird just it cuts into the conversation I think so yeah from it puts a rift it does that we don't need and so from now on we're gonna we're go not, we didn't sign up for that we're gonna go music at the beginning music at the end and the other reason why I'm doing this now is because so Connor I've been working for the past three weeks I've I've worked three full weeks since I've gone off of school and wow big boy big boy back at work and so when I started working again i had a backlog of music albums probably 20 to 30 albums that i wanted to listen to 
that yes, I just haven't yes, gotten to because of school. The nut who's always listening to a new music album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it took me two full weeks to get through all that music. And I knew once. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I knew once I finished that music, the only new music I'll be getting is from New Music Friday, which this past Friday, all I did at work was listen to music. But for this third week, Friday was music. The rest of the week, Monday through Thursday, since I caught up on all my music, all podcasts the entire week. And during school, I don't normally listen to a lot of podcasts because I'm just always doing stuff. And I don't really have that kind of free time I like to listen to stuff. It's, it's, I, I have trouble listening to podcasts when I'm doing schoolwork because then I miss something in the podcast and I'm one of those people who go back and rewind 15 seconds, try to listen to it again. Uh, I've done, and I've done that. Yeah, you're going for like, I wanna, every I, single, every single breath, every hiccup. I like hearing it all. And so there have been times, Connor, where I've, lis- I've listened to it and then I'd rewind 15 seconds so I'll hear it again. I'd miss it again, so I'd rewind again. And that I've done that like five times in a row. And so on the like fifth or sixth time, I just super focus on the podcast and I'd say, okay, I'm not missing whatever it is I wanted to catch. Oh my God. And it'd just be some stupid sentence. But so working outside is really the only kind of work for me where it is that no brain. No, I, I don't need to focus. That works just fun- motor functions, really. So I am really able to f- focus on what's being said in the podcast. So this past week, like, are you I, saying you don't take your job seriously, Paul? I take my job so seriously, Connor. It's just that my job doesn't require a lot of brain power. It's, your job doesn't take you seriously. My job doesn't take my job doesn't utilize me for for its, yeah yeah. I could be doing so much more. No, I, I love my job. It's it's a very fun outdoorsy. I get the sun. And my, my arms are already getting tan. It's great. <laughs> but Oh wow. Yeah, it's it's happening. Got that summer the summer yeah, experience. The summer experience out in eighty degree weather. Sometimes it's a little too hot for me. Have you found the uh the song of the summer yet? Like I know everyone's been I, waiting for like the I, next like I, you know. I really like Kiss Me More by Doji Cat and, and Siza. Dude, Doja Cat is... I, She's popping off. I, her, her and I Lil Nas. Her and Lil Nas, they're the ones... Lil Nas released a new song yesterday. Yeah, or on Friday. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to it. it was, I, well, I only like background listened to it. It was. I, I enjoyed um, it. It was a little bit slower paced. I still like Call Me By Your Name a lot more. Because that, that song's just a complete bop. Uh, but yeah, those two songs, Call Me By Your Name and, and Kiss Me More, were really good. BTS is still releasing stuff. They just released a song called Butter, which got over 100 million views in the first 24 hours, uh, <laughs> which is insane wow. on YouTube. And I think they hold the record, I think, with Dynamite. And they got 125 or 128 million in the first 24 hours, which is insane. But yeah, I think so far uh. for, for summer songs, I'm, I'm going to say Kiss Me More and Call Me By Your Name. Those two songs are very summer vibes for me now now uh connor so so i've been on the podcast grind and i've uh, every time i start working again this summer and i get on the podcast grind it just reminds me how much i love podcasts so i've started listening to bam bam again my brother my brother and me one of my favorite podcasts that's a good one and i've finally been starting to catch up on voice introduced you to that one you did and i thank you for that and it it is probably my favorite podcast i i I will say that wow Wow, and the, the McElroy McElroy's, yeah. I know, I know you're listening avid to listeners of, of Opinion Central, <laughs> but and then I started catching up on the one show I listened to, Voyage to the Stars, which is an actual 
show. There's a plot and everything. So I've been catching up. That's the only show that I actually need to catch up on. All the other ones, you know, from a Bam Bam, I was like, I'm not going to listen to all the stuff I miss. I'm just going to start fresh because those episodes are one and done. It's kind of like this show. And another show that I listened to everything on was Pluralize, podcast by Morgan, uh, Ben's girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shot that one out. I, I, it was, it's been a super interesting show so far. It's, there's 14 episodes at the moment, and I've listened to them all. I've really liked it. Another one, Connor, and and I the reason another reason why I'm doing the music at the beginning and the end is because my Bam Bam and Voyage to the Stars and some of the stuff I listen to they do it that same way, and I told I was thinking to myself I like that a lot better. It worked. The flow just works better. But oh, and my Bam Bam has a new theme song now, Connor. It's not yeah, the I did I did hear that. I like it, but it's so weird not hearing uh, the song by the Long Winters. It's just so yeah. weird. Uh, but Connor. A new podcast just came out first episode this past week, and I listened to it. I loved it. It's called The Friendship Onion, and oh, it features okay. that the show consists of two two actors. Uh, it's <laughs> it is Billy Boyd and Dom Monahan, and I don't know if you recognize those names, but those are the two famous hobbits, Merry and Pippin from Lord of the Rings, oh. and they have started a podcast where. Obviously, they do talk about Lord of the Rings, but they also just talk about really anything. Wait, really? And they had guest questions oh, about man. Lord of the Rings, and there's going to be questions about Lost because Dom was on Lost. And I've re- the first episode was am- I really loved the first episode, and I'm excited to hear more from them because, and they're really good friends as well. I think they both live. They said they both live in L.A. and they've been really good friends for a long time. And and they got those genuine accents, correct? Their accents are amazing. The, the oh, I think it's uh, us Americans. We love foreign accents. I, we so really much. do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so Billy Boyd, who plays Pippin, he has that Scottish accent. And Dom, I I can't really, I don't know what kind of their their accents are very good. But yeah, I I love the first episode of the friendship on him. But yeah, yeah, I've just I just realized how much I've been missing out on the podcast now that i got back into it and i'm excited this whole summer i'm just gonna be on the podcast grind that's good that's good now it's kind of like reading it's kind of like reading a little bit like reading uh so connor are you ready for that reddit we're 15 minutes in we might as well get to it right might as well get to it so this is asked by user ambitious hedgehog 93 and all right hedgy hedgy all right let's let's see what you got let's see what you got so they say, you suddenly find yourself on stage for your own TED Talk. And this, nice. isn't, this isn't like those, those off-brand TED Talks, the TEDx Talks or whatever. This is the TED Talk, Connor. Big Wait, deal. What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> I respect the normal TED Talks a lot more because there's like the TED, like the lower tier TED Talks, if you know what I'm talking about. And then there's the okay. TED Talk. So you're on for the big deal TED Talk, Connor. You just Like this is real TED. It is real Ted. You're on stage about to, you're, you're here for a Ted talk. You've had no prior planning at all. So what's a topic you can discuss for 18 minutes? 18 minutes. I got to go for eight Ted talk. Minutes. You have no prior, you just pop up on stage and you, you, you're like, wow. Okay. I guess, I guess it's time for my 18 minute Ted talk. What am I going to do? Sure. 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 Um, see, <sighs> and I think with Ted talks, rambling is never it's rambling's not a great idea i don't think unless it's a really interesting topic 
But I could say, oh, I could talk about Star Wars for 18 minutes, but that's not TED Talk quality. Right, exactly. That's TED what Talk has a standard. Yeah, like I, I was thinking about, um, you know, an author that I've been like absolutely crazy about. I actually finished one of his novels uh, just this week. Um, I've brought him up on the show before. Casio, Casio. I, I, I don't know if it's Casio. We'll say Casio, um, Casio for now. Ishiguru, Ishiguru. Uh, I know I'm pronouncing the last name correctly, so I could just. Be there like, we go. Okay, his name, Ishiguru. Ishiguru. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, I, I could talk about this book, right? But like. Like, it's not my book. Like, like why, why could how yeah, I yeah. talk about a book that isn't mine? Yeah, because um, for TED Talks, it's usually they're talking about their own experience or something they've learned. And right. I guess if you just start talking about Ishiguro, they'll be like, why is he giving us a book review? Why is he just right. yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about this guy, other, other person? Or, yeah. Um, so I guess, like, I'd have to come away with, like, something that I've learned. Uh, so maybe, maybe or... like, maybe, like, the power of spontaneity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sometimes latch on to spontaneous decisions that, you know, are made for no apparent reason, but they lead to quite a productive outlet in my life. For example, I, th- I think that'd be a really good topic. For example, I had a blog. Yeah. For on, on a year plus on Tumblr, daily words for daily people. And uh, I'll still occasionally post sometimes, not not really anytime recent. Um, I think I posted about it a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, whenever I decided to do that, I was like, yep, I'm going to write 500, 500 words every day for I don't know how long. And I did it. And now I just have that like writing muscle that you know a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a very interesting topic, just spontaneous activities and how those could yeah, lead your life or why they could be good, why they could be bad. And there's also like holding on to motivation as it comes. Mm-hmm. I recently read this um, essay by um, Johnny Sun. Actually, he had a new book that came out. Um, it's a collection of essays of his, and he talks about happiness. Um, and, you know, like us Americans, we, we are very much in the pursuit of happiness. It's in our it's, constitution. It's written it's down, yeah. Yeah, it's something they teach you in school all the time. And it's like, you know, there's always that, like, person who's like, oh, what do you want to be with? I grow up. And they're always like, mm, I want to be happy. I absolutely hate whenever people I say that. I want to be happy. Yeah, I, I don't like whenever people say that. Because it's like, you know what the question was. And now, you, now That's, you're, you're just dodging it. You're really just going yeah, around is, the question. It is completely a dodge, a dodge question. But happiness, right? And, you know, before I get into it, James Baldwin has this amazing quote about happiness. I might have brought it. Did I bring it up last did I bring it up last week? That's the one that like didn't. Yesterday? The one that didn't. Last week. The one that didn't get uploaded. The one that uh, the audio. Oh yeah, I didn't get uploaded. I, uh, I I did say at the end of the podcast last week. Hey, Connor had this really cool quote. I can't tell you what it was, but it was really good. <laughs> um, actually, it's a different quote from that. Um, this one is about happiness. The last one I talked about was about like, motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. About mo. This is this is by James Baldwin. He was an absolutely brilliant author of Last Generation, um, and he wrote this. Americans should ne- and this is a character in his book says Americans should never come to Europe. She said and tried to laugh and began to cry. It means they never can be happy again. What's the good of Amer- an American who isn't happy? Happiness is all we have. 
And I just thought that was really something, man. <laughs> that like is that. Inter- yeah. <laughs> because we are like a nation that's about pursuit of happiness, a culture that's about happiness. But Johnny's son, right? Let's circle back to Johnny. Um, he wrote that happiness isn't something that you have. It's not something that's inside of you. It's not something you carry around with you. Instead, it is something that visits you, much like a cat will visit you. Mm-hmm. So you can be going along your day and then suddenly happiness will appear. And like the the message that Johnny son uh, brings to this is like, you know, kind of treasure that and, you know, appreciate that moment for what it is. Yeah. Um, so like, I think motivation is a lot in the same way. Like whenever you have something that's really troubling, that's been going along for a while, like, you know, you've been procrastinating, whether it's like cleaning your room or if it's like, you know, doing a 10 page research paper, like what I've been doing recently, um, kind of hold on to those moments where it's like, I can do it right now and just like go see how long that's, you can do it. That is literally how I function off of that bulk. I do bulk work just in spurts of a couple hours. So for example, for my YouTube, yes. for my YouTube channel, especially last year, literally probably about a year ago, I would just have these spurts of, Oh, I'm going to start doing stuff. And I'd make like three videos and edit them all in a single day. And then I'd schedule them up. But that's like, that's how I always, even with homework, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I want to do homework right now. And I do homework for like three of my classes for the next week. Right. Right. And I, I think there's a lot of value in that because ev- everyone works a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like being able to hold on to that. If I think ideally, if you can get to the point where you can plan your spits, your spurts of motivation, that, would that be, is that would be ideal. Overpowered, just knowing, okay, that that in a couple hours, I'm going, I'm good to go. Like this is my sweet spot time where I actually go nuts. I zone in um, and I just I pop off. Yeah, and I think environment has a lot to do with that because, like, if I am. Mm-hmm. You know, in my room, I'm much less motivated to do work than if location I'm in the is library. always important. Location and weather and time of day and dude, this. and the library is only open four days a week. Oh, it's such a drag. Library, a drag. library for colleges should be open every day, hundred yeah, percent. But pan, panoramic, boy. Yeah, panoramic pan, yeah, regula- yeah, yeah, yeah. regulation. Yeah, it's yeah, annoying. Yeah. That is annoying. So I, I think I could probably talk about the podcast in some way. If I just popped up on oh, stage, right. I right, think yeah. I could use this this podcast as a catapult to just propel me into eighteen minutes of discussion. Talk about how it's how this I could maybe use it as oh this is an experiment I've been doing this for two years and doing something like this consistent creative and I could probably talk about how all these effects have helped me changed me improved my life all that kind of stuff I, I think I would be able to pull it off. <laughs> just like, I could probably do it. I could probably, I could do, probably it. do it. So, well, it's like it's like Mark Marin. <laughs> I I know I've said this to you before that Mark Marin says that like he doesn't prepare for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because if he does prepare, then and it flops, then he has a lot to feel bad about. 
yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. You know, if you're not preparing, you can just and it flops. You could be like, eh, well, I, I didn't, prepare, I didn't so. prepare, so it is what it is. <laughs> and then if it goes well, you're like, man, I didn't even prepare. I did, yeah, you feel really good. You either feel really good, or you just feel like, eh, well, uh, uh, so it is. Mm-hmm. So kind of, I am. I might start doing this, uh, where I pick out one of the actual redditors' response to this question. Oh, I like that. I saw a redditors. I saw this. I just saw this one re- reply, and I said that I need to read this off. And there, okay. it's, this has happened in the past where I've seen responses to the questions we answer. And I go, oh, that'd be really interesting to talk about. We never do. But I think I might start doing it because you do get some cool responses or funny ones like this one. I didn't mark down who said it. Uh, and I, I don't know if I will. I probably will next time. I'm, I won't be able to give credit to this person. But Dang. this this was their response. Uh, this is what they would talk about for 18 minutes. How the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand is directly tied to the creation of hentai. Oh my god! And that's what? all they said. That's that's what we were left. That's what we were left off with. This person's got some research power. <laughs> they have spent time drawing strings that I don't think anyone else exactly. in history has. Exactly. That is an. I would. I would be interesting to interested to see that TED talk. I would. I, I think I would too. However, I am skeptical as to how yes. this, like, how did that inspiration, like, what what was the inception of that idea? How did like, that how did that theory come to mind, or, or how did you form it's that? Like you're watching a hentai, and you're like, but the assassination that began World War One is the reason why this happened. This it it's led like, to this moment that? that I'm watching hentai right now. That's what led to this. Yeah, That's something. Man. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it was a funny one. So Connor, well done. Good job, redditor. Good job, redditor. You did it. You did well. <laughs> so Made Connor, it. yes, I've been getting all these emails, these promotional emails from Books a Million oh about my God. about their their big old summer sale. All right, big old yeah, that's what you get for buying at Books a Million. Books a Million. Sorry. Also, the the audience didn't get to hear this because it got cut out last week. I have beef with Books a Million because they literally canceled one of my book orders. Just straight up canceled it. And they I could still go back on the website and reorder it. The book was in back order. So I was on a wait list. But they just canceled it. They just straight up canceled right. it. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to order off of Barnes & Noble now. And guess what, Connor? The book shipped from Barnes & Noble already. And it's going to be here next week. So See, those are two just giant names of bookstores that mean exactly the same thing to me. So you Same might thing, have, different title. Yeah, like you, you might have said books a million and barnes and oval in reverse last week and i wouldn't have even noticed you, you might have <laughs> your brain wouldn't have picked up on that flopped the story and we don't have audio evidence of we that don't. so who knows but i don't think who i did knows? because well, books a million is who i have the beef with anyway okay. so books a million's been emailing me, emailing me constantly about oh summer sale summer sale summer sale. i have no intention on buying any of these books for the summer sale because i have enough to read but i did go to but their I, I did go to their website to check it out right and they have you go to their sales and they have a bunch of different categories for their sales. They have like different they have different names. I, I, I don't know why. But so they'll have they'll have something, they'll have a category, best gifts to your dad, buy one, get one off, or or something like that. Buy one, get one fifty percent off. They'll have something titled uh Teen, young teen adult buy one get two fifty percent off different sure, different sure. deals right just per by genre by genre yeah 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 usually so okay 
Yeah, the best books for young adults. Buy one, get one 50% off. That, that's one of them. Escape with a book. Buy one, get one 50% off. So, Connor, there's a category on this, uh, all of these categories that they're doing these little sales on. And I posted this on Instagram because I just thought it was the wildest thing. You might have seen it. But it was... No, book- I actually it- deleted Instagram. Okay, so you didn't see it. So this is perfect. It was books to, and then in parentheses, tick and parentheses. So tick is in parentheses, talk about. So books to tick talk about. The tick is in parentheses, buy one, get one 50% off. So book tick talk. It says books to tick talk about. And the tick is in parentheses saying like, oh, books to talk about, tick talk about. I don't know but why the tick is, is it, in there. Is it reference into tick talk? Well, clearly, it clearly. Like yes, it is, is spelled, it, it is T-I-K-T-O-K. And the oh. T-I-K is in parentheses. So they're saying books to TikTok about tick is in parentheses. Buy one, get one 50% off. So Connor, my question is, and I didn't do this beforehand because I wanted us to give it a go. And I think whatever we say is going to be completely off. But what books do you find in that category of books to TikTok about? Like what would be TikTok worthy? For, what, what, like books, what books would be TikTok if, if I, if I were If I'm on Books a Million and I click on the books to TikTok about buy one, get one 50% off category, what books mm-hmm. pop up? So there are two things that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one is that they're going to talk about the very popular books that have been around for a very long time. Like they're Harry Potter. Not a very long time, but Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter, or Game yeah. of Thrones. Or um, like Divergent or something, you know? Like mm-hmm. one, one of those series that like got very it's big. It's just so mainstream that, that you couldn't not hear about it. Yeah, like Hunger Games. Like you, you could talk about the Hunger Games books. And, and, and I know there, there are, uh, TikTokers who do this. They like, they read Harry Potter one sentence at a time. And like, th- that's the whole thing. That'd be they so do it until they finish it. That'd be so and boring. I don't know if they have the dedication to go like the distance, but that is what they do. That's wild. Um, so there, there are those books to TikTok about. TikTok then about. there's the next section, which would be like new releases. Okay. I I was thinking it could be books that are very, so either like poem books or joke books, books that have just one-liners that you can read and that's all you need to get out of it. Because mm. for TikTok, short intention span, right? So, oh, I'm mm. going to open my book, read a little poem, close the book. Or, oh, I'm going to open the book, read a joke, close the book. Right. Or like a flip book of sorts. Mm-hmm. But, now, here's the thing. Um, I I understand that, but I also think that's pretty much what the Harry Potter guy's doing. Um, that's true. That is true. But with just Harry Potter. With just Harry Potter one sentence at a time, and he's probably still like in chapter one. Yeah, um, probably. I, I, How long would it take you to... How many sentences are in the first Harry Potter book? We're about is, to that, is that Googleable? Google, oh, it Google 100 Google? is. 100% is. How many sentences in... The first Harry, Harry Potter, Potter Sorcerer's that, Stone. I want to know how many years it would take. Harry Potter's and the Sorcerer's Stone. 76,000 words. Uh, it just says words. That does not help. What's the average, average, average words per sentence? Average words per sentence. We're doing some quick maths here. 15 to 20 words by 77,000. So <laughs> let's see. 
Let's see what the numbers give us. We'll do 17. That's about 4,500 sentences. 40. Very rough estimate, but 40. You mean, you mean 450? 4,500. Did you say... Did you say 7,000 or it's 77,000 77,000 words, Connor. Oh. So, yeah, we're looking at about 4,500. Oh, that's crazy. 4,500, very rough average, 4,500 sentences in Sorcerer's Stone. Which, so if done... 45... <laughs> which, if done... Divided by 365 is 12 years. 12 yeah. years. <laughs> Just read one book. It's going to be a long TikTok. Long. That is... That is going to be a long TikTok series, and I'd be curious as to how much steam. Well, considering the tic considering a TikTok uh, attention span, that's probably going to go on for about a week or two. And then well, one done. thing I've noticed is that TikTok is a place, right? And oh my gosh, so I, so I I've been in these classes, right? Mm -hmm. I've been in like jane austen classes i've been in shakespeare classes and everyone's all like oh yeah there are these giant communities built around these these authors and and there's so much you know that has been said and done about it but what i've realized is that this is all the world of academia because something like jane austen does not get big on tiktok oh no way she would Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe I spoke a little too soon. Like there was a recent installment of um, the Jane Austen Diaries, I think, or like I can't remember. It it was done by Hank Green. He he did a uh, he did a retelling of Pride and Prejudice in the form of a video blog that got it won like some award, but you know it got really popular. But you know he has like the funding, the backing, the platform. I just don't think people blow up as much as it seems like they do. Yeah. It's definitely over-exaggerated, usually. But here's, here's an idea. I have these books, right? Right here on my bookshelf. Hugo's de Ambre. Are you familiar what I, what is that? Nope. No idea. I'll tell you, it is a book series that you know, and it is... In Spanish. And I know Hugos this. Hugos de hambre. Hugos. Los, Hugo, los Hugos de hambre. Hugos de hambre. Can I? How do you spell? You don't even know how you'd spell Hugos. I don't. He goes? Like, Hugos. Oh, Hugos. Hugos. I thought you were saying uh, he goes. Oh, no. No, it was not. But I still have no idea what series you're talking about. It is The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, The Hunger Games, right? I am not the best at Spanish. My pronunciation is rather kaput. But here's an idea. I could do sentence by sentence of Los Hugos de Hambre, right? Mm -hmm. Or Del Hambre. Hambre, si. Uh, just giving people a great example of how your accent <laughs> of how and I'm, you know try to improve the accent mm -hmm. yeah so I, I do like learners on TikTok I think they're very fun that could be fun yeah 
So like kinda... there are people who like are learning give Spanish lessons, and I'm I'm a big fan of those. Linguistics TikTok is the shite. I did get, I did click on the category. What and category? The the TikTok category on Bam Books a Million. There's a there's an entire category. Well, that's what I was telling you about the books to TikTok about. I thought it was like one book that was like books to. No, it's a it's a category of books. They're saying these are books to TikTok about. You can buy them one and get one fifty percent off. Okay, sure. And so sure. so it says it says that, and then below that it says hashtag book talk the best books off TikTok. That's all one hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no one uses hashtags anymore. We figured that out a couple weeks ago. Anyway, some of the books on here. You have the uh, song. It might have been last week. Oh. Kind of, we don't need to get into last week. Last week didn't even happen. <laughs> so you have the Song of Achilles that is on this list. Uh, you have Twilight. Uh-huh. That kind of makes sense. You do have the Hunger Games in this category. Of course. Uh, Twi- Twilight makes sense. You have uh, Miss uh, Peregrine's House for Peculiar Children. Okay, yeah. You have The Outsiders. Divergent. You did say Divergent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vampire Academy. Yeah, these sound like a lot of... It's Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Pulp. Yeah. Uh, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of that one. Uh, they made the movie off of it, the Love, Simon movie. It came out a couple years ago. I don't know if you saw that. So, yeah, it's Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so, you know, I just don't think... I just saw the category and I thought it was dumb. Um, I mean, hey, at least they're trying to, like, integrate. Maybe there's, like... They are, are there any, like, kid books, children's, like... Not children, books? children books. No, 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 no. But, but these look like adult. books. These look like books teenagers would read who use TikTok, and that's yeah, what they're trying to yeah, do here. Yeah, because that's the audience. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're trying to do here. But they do say there's app. the hashtag book talk, the best books off TikTok. So I'm assuming these all book, all these books have been talked about on TikTok in some sense. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But yeah, that that's that book talk TikTok. Books a million trying their best to get the TikTok audience to buy books, but I I don't know how many TikTok users read. Especially um, that especially that young audience of TikTokers at least. How much does Meg read? Not a lot. Because I know Meg uses TikTok. Not a lot. Like she will try to read. I know she's tried to read the Sorcerer's Stone maybe three or four times. What do you mean try to read that? You know, like, read, like, like, she, like read the stop? first, like read the first fifty to sixty pages. Give up. Try again. Read the first fifty to maybe eighty pages. Give up. Go why again. Why did she read? Why? Why did? Why stop? Like why? why it just, why, attention sorry, span, sorry. interest. I understand the stopping. I understand the stopping, but why go back to the beginning? Uh, I I don't know if she's going back to the beginning, but it's just she'll read a couple pages and then just give up. It's not a consistent flow. I actually did. When I first read Lord of the Rings, I the first book, and this was maybe 2016, I read the first about 150 pages and then I just stopped. I didn't, I didn't finish reading it. And so it took me like two years later, you know, junior, senior year, when I started up again, and I did restart the book. So I reread those first 150 pages and then I continued on. 
But yeah, I think that's a very common thing for teenagers where they'll read a book and then they'll just stop because they're, they're, they say to themselves, oh, I'd rather just watch Netflix or t- go on TikTok or watch YouTube, go, go hang out with my friends. They just don't make that time mm-hmm. for reading or they think there's just so many more interesting things to do than reading. I see. Yeah, I... I uh... I think it's very, very common to go up to a friend and say, when's the last time you read a book? And for them to reply, I don't remember. Yes. I, some of my friends literally say that. Yeah. So it's a very common I thing. had that conversation yesterday, literally yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it breaks my heart. It I read a book on Thursday. I read about half of a book on Thursday. Which was two days ago. Not to brag. Not to show off. Not to, you know, flex uh, my reading brain muscles. Oops. But, yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh, did that come oops. out? Oh, I did. Oops. Oh, it just sometimes my mouth that does its own thing. Clara in the Sun. Very relevant. I, I highly recommend. By Shiguru. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so, Connor, I, I'm ending my Hulu subscription this month. Yeah, what are you doing? Because with it? I'm I'm finishing up It's Always Sunny. I have four episodes left of the final season. And I then seen the final season. It's been pretty good so far. I've enjoyed the final season. And that that final season came out in twenty nineteen. So only like a year or two ago. But I've also been watching a lot of movies that I wanted to finish watch on Hulu before I didn't have it anymore. And most of those movies consist of Oscar movies. So movies, yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah, I could recommend a few. There's been movies. Well, Connor, don't recommend me anymore because I'm trying to. I only have a week left to finish everything I got. So, but I've watched. Have you, have I've you watched, seen Scent of a Woman? No. Oh. Connor, see, this is okay. See, now you're that reaction to oh, and you're putting your hand on your head. Now that makes me want to watch it. And Connor, now that's oh. even that's an extra movie on my list now, and I only have oh, a week I left. Don't watch movies, and I see that you're doing exactly what I feared, Connor. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Scent of a woman and has Al Pacino in it. Al Pacino. Let me say Pacino. Al Pacino. Do you say Al Pacino? <laughs> What's the difference? I'm sorry, very Al, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, I've watched. I've watched over the past four days. I've watched two movies that won best motion motion picture in the Oscars and one that was nominated. So I watched okay. Parasite. Yeah, that's a good one. And Nomadland, which won, won Parasite won in 2019, Nomadland won in 2020. And I watched Another Round, which was nominated for 2020. Two of those films were subtitled. And well, for me, I'm a trained subtitled reader. I watch anime, so I could deal with that easily. Uh, and then Nomadland was in English. All three of those films were v- insanely good. I enjoyed all of them a lot. And the thing with those films, and I, you always hear people complain about Best Picture when it comes to the Oscars because they say, oh, why didn't this movie, why didn't this movie win? I know when Avengers Endgame came out, they said, oh, why didn't Avengers Endgame win? I am so happy that that did not win. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Paul. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I, I think those mainstream movies like the uh, superhero films and the action, they have no place to be even nominated for Best Picture. Right. They, I clearly the main main people who watch the Oscars or who read about it afterwards, they don't understand what that category means, because you take sure. Endgame and compare it, because Endgame may have came out in twenty nineteen. It may have been the same year Parasite won. But you compare Endgame to Parasite, 
Parasite wipes the floor with how it was done. The way it was filmed, the storytelling, the just how everything was laid out. All the all, right. th- all three of those films that I mentioned, the way they were structured, the way that they were filmed, the way music was used, was so impressive. Yeah, and and yeah. it's it's truly yeah. it's a different it's a different theatrical. I, I mean, I didn't watch them in the theaters, but it's a different movie viewing experience compared to your mm-hmm. mainstream films. And it's always nice to have that change of pace. Seeing a movie that really you could tell the director put so much time and effort to make it that it's a it's a very fun viewing experience paul i have good news for you scent of a woman is no longer on hulu saved (laughs) it's on amazon prime do you have that i do have prime so i can throw it on my prime list and watch it down the road there you go scent of a woman i'm i'll do it right now let me get on amazon let me go to let me go to prime prime video (laughs) and we're gonna type scent of a woman philip seymour hoffman's in it oh oh this is an old film too okay it's on my list there you go there you go it's on the list blind guy i'll watch it in the coming probably in the coming month I'll, i'll watch it but i gotta finish my hulu stuff first but yeah, I just I just want to point out those those Oscar nominated and winning films. They all were super impressive, and I've never because because what Parasite. Have you seen it or no? Yeah, yeah. Parasite was super interesting, and I so I always I've never seen it. Obviously, that's why I'm talking about it. That was your first time, okay? Yeah, that but, was big, like 2019. 2019 when it came huge. out, yeah. But yeah, I always hear about oh this movie won won the Oscar and oh is it or did it deserve it whatever and I always I, I usually after an award show the Tonys Oscars whatever I just well, what about I, Parasite specifically okay can I I'll get to that in just a minute but I'll I'll, I'll get to I'll, I'll look up just who won each category and I remember like seeing Parasite oh okay whatever and you Parasite got a lot of praise I, I remember it got a lot of praise when it came out mm. but. Yeah, so after, so now finally seeing it, I do understand why it won. But yeah, the thing with Parasite, I think, I do think the way it was shot, I I, I thought how the story progressed was so well-paced and well-done. But I also thought the other meanings and, and the, I guess, topics covered throughout that film were all just so so interesting and the name of the film just fits so well with happen with what happens yeah and i'm not gonna dive into it because i do think people should watch it if you haven't but yeah i thought how aptly named i thought how the characters were fleshed out i thought how the twists work it was just so well done you you say fleshed out right i used to think it was flushed out flushed out flushed out flushed out like you you really flushed it out I'm pretty sure it's fleshed out, but... No, it is fleshed out. Okay, so you just thought it was fleshed out. I just thought it was fleshed out, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Like, like I, I don't know why toilet seemed like the... That was the it. Right you, you associate that with characters and them being more... <laughs> yeah, but, like, um, flush it, man. Flush it, like, flush it out. Just, just flush it out. Flush that, dude. Flush it. And the thing, the thing I love about... Life. The thing I love about these films... Uh, for the most part, they usually never have characters or, or cast that are very well known or mainstream actors. 
Yeah, that's always which nice. makes you just respect the film more because usually when I, you have when I you have a when you have more. a big actor and you're like, oh, okay, so th- this is why it did well, which it usually mm-hmm. isn't the case. So another round, which was nominated last year, had uh, Mads Mikkelsen, I think is his name, very popular actor. Uh, it's a Danish film, so he speaks Danish in it. But I'm sure some people saw that and said, oh, it's just because he's in it. But that's not, he does a great job in the film. The other actors also do a great job in the film. Nomadland had nobody. I didn't know anybody in it. I think it was based off of a true story. It was based off of a true story. And I think, I don't, I don't really know, but the characters in the film, their names were the same as the person who played it. So there's someone, there's someone named. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I would have to do more research in it, but I don't know if those were, maybe those were the, even some of the actual people from, from what happened. But yeah, so like sure. the character was named Fern, the main character was named Fern, and the actor actress was named Fernadette. And have you ever watched like a documentary of like, you know, uh, Star Wars or something? And uh, they, they start talking about, oh, well, Mark started doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, wait, who? It's like, oh no, that's that's Luke. Oh like, yeah. To me, to me, the viewer, that's Luke, and you're calling yeah. him Mark now. Don't call so, him Mark. I guess. Or yeah, you see behind the scenes of, of yeah, a show yeah. you like so much, and then they're talking about their co-star. Yeah. Oh, this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was watching an off the, the off offline TV video, and someone called Pokimane by her actual name, and I was like, who the hell is that? Who is that? That's not... Yeah, yeah, because you know them <laughs> as this certain person. Someone calls, like, Toast is that... Yeah, Jeremy Wang, and you're like, ah, nope, that's Toast. That's oh. not... Oh, my... <laughs> Connor's left the call again for the fifth, fourth week in a row. Actually, it didn't happen last week. It didn't happen last week because Connor wasn't in the final episode. <laughs> That uh, got daily timeout there we go that, it, it happened back. we're good now we can progress but yeah it is always weird hearing people call be called by their ac- actual name when you just know them as that character mm. anyway connor i i think it's time we got one final topic to breeze over i don't know why it's here you just told me to throw it on to the the board uh last yes, night I did. and that was easy mac so what yeah, what yeah. what do you got about easy mac connor Easy Mac. The flavoring is there's something wrong. There's something wrong with Easy Mac. I used to be quite fond of it actually, like my earlier years of college, but I recently had Easy Mac and maybe maybe my fault was adding well, first of all, it's called Easy Mac, so you're like, Oh, it'll take a minute, right? In the microwave. It takes three and a half minutes. Ooh. That's some bad brand. That's kind of there. yeah, that's kind of long that's a when you think switched. about it. Yeah, and my consumerism, I want the Mac now. You want the Mac um, now. You feel the Mac, you yeah. want the Mac. So so three minutes, right? I, I would have thought maybe those three minutes are just to increase the goody-goodiness of it, right? Mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't do that. It it the Easy Mac is not preferable in any situation. Um, uh, I had it for dinner, not dinner, for lunch, and yesterday. And the problem was... It was like I was hungry, and the Easy Mac just didn't do what it needed to do. Ooh, the that's the worst. Like, it, it made me full, but it didn't make my palate at it, it, all satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor, can I, can I say something? I, of course. I so. just do not like mac and cheese. I haven't liked it for quite a while. 
and my reasoning's really mm. strange because I love cheese. I'm a, I'll, I'll eat just like Swiss and provolone. I'll just eat it. I, I like cheese a lot. And I usually don't mind cheese on a lot of things. But noodles and cheese, so the same goes with like Alfredo. I just don't like it. I think it's too, it's just the, the combination of the cheese and noodle. I don't know what it is. I just, it's too cheesy for me. And I've never really enjoyed it. But these, I've, I've been very scared of cheese recently, Paul, and we know you, why. We both yeah, know you're, why. You've, you've had some cheese issues. Yeah, oh. I've been having lactose issues. And also, I've been quite scared of. Yeah, you ate Easy Mac for lunch. Of ice cream. Yeah, I, I did, and it wasn't good. <laughs> it's a bad move. <laughs> I recently have. I have been steering away from, from ice cream, which was quite. This is, this is quite bad for me because. You big ice cream? I really like ice cream. I really like ice cream too. So, But I can't eat ice cream like I used to. Oh, I, I used I, to. I've, I've, in I've high school. I've this before, but I uh, in high school an after dinner treat and it's no longer. Yeah. In high school, I would just like do like five scoops, fill the whole bowl up, and that I'd have some delicious ice cream. It was beautiful. And drizzle, drizzle the Hershey syrup I, on it until there's more Hershey syrup than there is ice so cream. So I was loved like fantastic. Hershey's made a hard shell syrup, so when you poured it on it, it, created a hard chocolate shell. I loved that. That stuff was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember the first time we got, my mom put it in the fridge, and you're not supposed to put it in the fridge because once it gets cold, it it then becomes that hard shell, and so. Oh. So yeah, you pour it on the ice cream, then it hardens, right? Oh. And my mom put it in the fridge, and I was like, "Oh, mom, you're not supposed, to, you're not supposed to put that in the fridge." And I was really, I was really upset because I was going to have that again for the second night in the row, in a row, because I had it for the first time the day before, and I was like, oh, "That's amazing. This is amazing. I want it again tomorrow night." So I was about to have it. The ice cream was already in the bowl. And I said, "Mom, where's that, that Hershey syrup stuff? It was in the cupboard. Where? Oh, oh, I put it in the fridge." And I was just oh, ice cream experience ruined. That's that was mm. that. Yeah, but yeah, ice cream. I I I do love ice cream, but I don't nearly eat it as much as I used to either. I don't know if it's lactose it's reasons for me. It's just I don't. I just can't eat ice cream a lot anymore. I see. I see. Anyway, Connor, you ready to wrap things up with the Would You Rather? Yeah, let's do it. Let's and, uh, tie a bow on. And I remember, I remember telling you this last night. I said I thought I, I really like this. Would you rather? I, I came up with for today. Uh, I do have to ask before because you, you need to have, you, you need to see, see both of these. If, if for this case, have you seen Saving Private Ryan before? I assume I have. Yes. And have, have you seen Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith? which one is that's the one where anakin turns into darth vader officially the really crazy cool lightsaber battle between him and obi-wan era in that movie okay episode three episode three yes so you've seen both of those okay yes i have seen both would you rather see saving private ryan recreated with nerf guns so the same film it's just everyone's using nerf guns or see star wars revenge of the sith recreated with pool noodles so oh all the Jedi God. are using full <laughs> noodles. Oh and I, I see these two specific films because Saving Private Ryan has a lot of guns in it. And Star Wars Revenge of the Sith has some of the best lightsaber fights in the entire franchise. See, so, so either way, it's Saving funny. Private Ryan, the thing about Saving Private Ryan is that like they'll come out like 
they were kind of they're brutal gunshots oh they're brutal so you'd they're see brutal. nerf guns you'd see nerf guns just doing lethal damage like and this is a bit of a of a spoiler for saving private ryan but hopefully whenever you watch it you'll forget it did come um, out in the 90s so you should have seen it by now whenever there's the one like french girl who they try to save this french girl like this mm -hmm. child and the one guy like picks her up and like you know, is trying to like get her to go somewhere, and then he just gets like zooted, and it's mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, like if those are all Nerf guns, that would just look absolutely ridiculous. I'm just thinking but of the entire then, first like 20 minutes of D-Day happening, yeah, and first, just that whole yeah. first 20 minutes all with Nerf guns. Yeah, that would be because you also the the sounds the guy that takes it, his helmet off and then boom, <laughs> like. Nerf, nerf bullet right into that yeah and and the thing is the thing is i don't like breach i don't know i don't know i feel like they would like bounce off just like nerf bullets do <laughs> but still kill them and i don't yeah but still kill them i don't know how would you replace the gun sound so does the gun sound stay or does it become the nerf gun sound they're like i don't think so i you think, think it, i think it should it should be completely replaced with nerf gun sounds and everything with i think nerf it would be sound. funnier that way so you would have some like those automatic nerf guns where you hear the the little like electric engine and you're and then you'd have like nerf yeah, guns yeah, where you yeah, like yeah. you hear the and then boom, and it's just like that puff of air right now but for star thing. wars you have that like 15 minute 20 minute lightsaber battle at the end of the well, movie yeah, here's the which thing. is incredible and then just imagine anakin and obi-wan holding pool noodles and they're just swinging it yeah. at each other or as great of a movie saving private ryan is um it's very iconic in a lot of ways tom hanks um he's you know, did his job there yeah um the like the essence the the true prime of meme culture is around the star wars that's true prequels. That is true. And there there really like would be nothing greater to that meme than if the having pool noodles. If the film was made with pool noodles instead of lightsabers. And it truly like it would truly captivate the audience in a, in a way that has never been seen before. Uh, you would pool you would noodle, <laughs> pool noodle Star Wars. I would sign up and I would watch that movie probably I, three times. I think I would also have to go with the pool noodles because I am more of a Star Wars fan anyway. Uh, both would be hilarious either way. And I think it would be for Saving Private Ryan uh, specifically. And both films are serious in their sense, but Star Wars serious what? is... Star Wars is not a serious film. Revenge of the Sith is supposed to be a serious film because it's... I, an, right? failed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Star Wars <laughs> version of serious compared to Saving Private Ryan serious are two very different things. Sure. And so seeing like Saving Private Ryan, a very serious film covering very serious topics made with nerf guns it'd be such like a a confliction of this is a moving film right right but it's everyone's everyone has these colorful nerf, colorful nerf guns so i think right. that would be really interesting to see but I, I i also agree i think star wars with the addition of pool noodles and and i just the whole prequel would be amazing in pool noodles clone the clone wars the film when they're all in that arena all the jedi Right? right, and they're all just swinging pool noodles. I think it would be hilarious. So I would also go with Star yes. Wars. Yeah, I agree. 
Or it's like, you know, like this the Jedi trying to defend themselves against the In Order sixty six and they're just blocking yeah, things with they, yeah. they just have just pool noodles. It's like, well, clearly you lost. <laughs> it makes noodle. sense. It makes sense now. Yeah, it, it would make a What's even funnier is the Jedi throughout that prequel series are looked at these prestige, high respected masters. And right. it would be even funnier if their weapon of choice We're was cool. a pool noodle. <laughs> All noodle, the all-powerful pool noodle. And here's here's another thing: P- pool noodles are already iconic lightsabers. They are. So would, People, yeah, kids use them. Children, ev- yeah, exactly. So it would make you feel so much more like a Jedi. You'd be connected to the had, films. Yeah, you would. You yeah, like would. seeing that Yoda. Yoda Chancellor Palpatine battle in the in the senator room, the big meeting room. Yeah. And Yoda's hopping around with a with a pool noodle and yeah, it'd be amazing. It would truly enlighten the summer fun time. It would. It would. Anyway. <laughs> wonderful. That was wonderful. It was a wonderful, wonderful way. Wonderful way to, to end. That was probably your best would you rather though. It was a good one. I re- I told you it was a really good one. I'm very impressed well done thank you thank you we'll be here next yeah. week we will be here next we week. will yep every week <laughs> every week anyway uh to everyone listening thank you for tuning in to this week's episode if you enjoyed obviously you did so go review the show on apple Podcasts. give it that rating out of five stars wherever you think we are we deserve to be put and uh yeah whatever you think i mean five stars i would probably give us five stars if i was going to review the show but don't hold back yeah don't 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 hold hold back back, but five stars and uh don't worry about our feelings (laughs) we're big we're big big boys yeah brain muscular boys exactly our biceps are not the not the the diameter of our biceps aren't isn't the most impressive but our brain our brain has been saturated uh, and wrinkled yes uh so thank you and uh goodbye and avoid avoid flaming hot cheetos please that that is my last connor Connor said some bad flaming hot cheeto experience so avoid that please avoid all flaming hots they're not (laughs) worth it people i promise they're not worth it